Once upon a time, Kimberly was just going through the motions. Every once in a while, she'd find some happiness, but it quickly faded. She chased every possible way to make money because she thought money was the key to getting the happiness she longed for. Then, one day, she decided she was worthy enough to try a different path. It led her through the dark cave of fear, past the forest of doubts, and to the village of vulnerability. With each step, she trusted herself more. She asked for what she really wanted, and she started to get it. More happiness, more love, and yes, more money. Welcome to the next chapter of Kimberly's Manifesting Success Story. Hello, and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and I am here with Enchanted Life U Abundance Facilitator, Kimberly Height, for the continuation of her manifesting success story. Welcome, Kimberly. Hi, Cassie. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, I'm excited about today. What's awesome? Um, So right before I got on the interview, I was playing with my budget, which is so fun, which is, I thought was funny because before (laughs) the word budget... (laughs) I totally avoided, Um, but I love seeing where um, I have money saved and where things I'm putting money towards. And then I have this paid in full box, you know, like before I get there. So each month I get closer to that paid in full and it's just really fun to look at and play with now. That's awesome. So how would you describe, or how would you feel if someone said, oh, you should look at your budget or have a budget or, or you thought budget before budget felt really restrictive like if I had a budget I couldn't have what I wanted (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, it felt like too many rules like you have to do this and I didn't I just thought I wanted to do it my own way which obviously didn't work but um, I still wanted to do it my own way and not have a budget yeah and what were some of the keys um that have changed the things that have shifted to make your budget not because well let me ask this first does it feel restrictive and full of rules now oh not at all it's fun <laughs> what are the keys that made that shift for you um i think that i had the sphere of actually looking at my money mm-hmm. now i want to i want to see what money i have and where i want to invest it so it's it's not this big scary thing anymore and I actually, I have more money than I thought I did. Yeah. So that's fun because I was not looking because I was afraid there wasn't going to be money there. And I didn't really know how much I actually had. Mm-hmm. Now I know what I have and I can move it where I want it. Yeah. Which gives me freedom. Right. So it's the opposite of rules and restriction, right? And not getting what you want. Exactly. Yeah. We are really big on that at here um, at Enchanted Life U. We really like to teach people that budgeting is what gives you freedom mm-hmm. and choice in your life instead of take that choice away. Yes. And that was not the story I had about having a budget. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, and I think you resisted it for a long time too, right? 
Um, I'm almost, I've been in for two and a half years. Probably almost the first two years. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> I, I, yeah. And I honest, and I think it's okay. You know, we grow until we're ready for that. And so some people come and they want to get, actually, I think it's rare that people want to right away get that right? Get their budget in line. Um, you have to grow to a certain point. You have to have a certain money mindset to be able to make the shift or even open up to the possibility that this is going to give me more freedom and not take it away. And that I'm capable of doing it. I'm smart enough with money to do it. I mean, there's so many layers of things that go into budgeting that are not the actual numbers you put on a paper yes, or a computer or an app. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, so you have been here, yes, two and a half years. How does that feel to be halfway through this five-year investment into you, your future life, your dreams, all of it? I just got goosebumps. <clears throat> I'm the happiest I've ever been. Mm. I Everything I want is coming. Mm-hmm. And most of what I want is already here. So the things that are, when I say things are coming, it's the experiences that I want to have, not this long list of things that I want to purchase or, or, or buy or spend my money on, mm-hmm. more of investing in the experiences that I want to have in life, which yes. is totally different. Uh, it is totally different. And because you were a coach, I was recently reading a blog post. We are recording this on July 11th, 2022. You know, I was reading this blog post where you talk about reading a book and really like for three years trying to fix yourself. Will you share that story with us or like tell us the difference between that three years and this two and a half years? Um, so you want me to tell you the title or just that I read a book? <laughs> you just read a book. That's fine. I read a book and um well, I read a series of books and it led me to one that um I spent three years literally trying to fix myself. All of the things, um, I'll give you an example. Um, something that you don't believe is true is like, I didn't think I was sexy. So I would stare in the mirror <laughs> and say, I am sexy. And I would laugh every time I said it because I'm like, this is such bullshit because <laughs> I didn't believe it. <laughs> um, now I can look in the mirror and I don't even have to look in the mirror. I just, I feel sexy. It's different. Yeah. But for three years, I was like, man, I'm just, I never seemed to get to that next level of being done. It was like, it was, I was never going to be done is how it felt because I would find one thing and it would like uncover something else. And it just, I grew a lot, I think, but I also feel like, I don't want to say I wasted my time because I don't believe that, but if I had joined the Enchanted Circle sooner. I would have been so much further a lot sooner because here I don't have to fix me. Mm. I'm not broken. <laughs> right. Yeah. What, what are you like? How would you describe what we do? So, well, actually I want to back up. So just the general premise of this book, was it um, you fill in the gaps or tell me, was it like make a list of what you want to be better and then try to fix it or come up with ways to fix it? It was kind of like, um, you have to accept the good and the bad about yourself. Mm. So whatever things were like things that you didn't like about yourself, 
like the, the I am sexy one. <laughs> um, and the only reason I remember that is because every time I said it, I would giggle. Um, mm-hmm. But it was like anything that I didn't believe was true. I had to force myself to believe it by staring mm-hmm. in the mirror, looking myself in the eye, saying that yeah, this is true. And some things, maybe it worked, but I spent a lot of time staring in the mirror and reading sticky notes. I had sticky notes of I am, I am this and I am that. And it just, I didn't believe it, even though I was saying I am, mm-hmm. it didn't stick. Yeah. And so now are there bad parts you have to accept or how would you even, like, would you describe any part of you as bad? Like. I don't want to put, I'm trying not to put words in your mouth. Yeah, no, no, I'm, <laughs> um, I love all of me for the first time in my life. I've been walking around saying, I just, I love my life. I'm the happiest I've ever been. And I love everything about me. I, I mean, I'm by no means perfect, but I accept who I am and know that if there's something that comes up and I don't want that to be true anymore, I, I can just write a new story and ask myself, is that what you want to believe about yourself? And I'd be like, hell no. And then I'm like, well, what do I want to say about myself? Yeah. So it's so different and it's a lot easier. Yeah. And I, um, <clears throat> I talk about this a lot, but it was a new way when you, when you were describing it, you know, cause I always say like, we don't go after one thing at a time. We build a life and it's the mm-hmm. same with what we feel about ourselves. We're not going after I want to be sexy. I want to feel this. I want to believe I'm good enough. This, we wrap it all in this package that is where you get to the point that's like, I love myself. I love my life. Like there's no, there's no parts because we're not picking apart the pieces anymore and being like, oh, this is good, but this could be better. It's like, no, when you step into the person who has that amazing life that you have created and are, are continuing to create bigger and bigger, she's one whole, she's not the sum of all these parts that like, Oh, this one isn't good enough, but this one's 75 and this one's a hundred, right? It's this whole person living a life. And it's like, I'm, I'm no longer a jigsaw puzzle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Say more about that. So like before that, I felt like a puzzle meaning that there were pieces and parts of me that I didn't love so much. But when I came to the enchanted circle, I didn't have to pick up a puzzle piece and say, okay, where does this fit? It wasn't an individualized puzzle piece. It was the complete package. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it in that moment, but I wasn't, I wasn't placing just one puzzle piece. Mm-hmm. I was playing with the whole puzzle as a whole. Yes. Hope that made sense. <laughs> yeah, it totally makes sense. And I think we do it a lot um, to stick with the puzzle analogy. In some ways, we we build the picture like a puzzle, but yeah. we're not looking for oh my gosh, I have to do this part first or this part. We, it's like, we might work on this corner, but then mm-hmm. jump over here and put one piece in and over here and just until it's all filled, you're not necessarily trying to build that whole, you know, I don't know, one part of the picture, like the carriage or right. the whatever. You're, we're just putting pieces in until all of a sudden the puzzle's complete. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Amazing. Well, Tell us what you would title this chapter of your manifesting success story. Stepping into being more and more every day and getting more and more of what I want. Yeah. More and more is a big theme there. Tell us about that. <laughs> um, 
I get more and more of what I want every single day. And it's so interesting because sometimes I don't, I don't always catch that I'm getting the more and more because it's just, it's a natural part of my being now. Yeah. And I, I celebrate it. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I didn't celebrate that. And so I go back and I celebrate it, but the more and more is every day. I don't have to consciously think about, um, I don't want to say forcing it in the past, but mm-hmm. um, it's more, it's just natural. Before, because it was new, I had to, you know, be more aware. Mm-hmm. You had to remind you, you had to make it a habit. Yeah, exactly. That's mm-hmm. the word. I needed to make it a habit. Yeah. Um, but now it's just, it's natural. And so I don't, I don't catch it as often. It's just like, I get more and more every single day. <laughs> yes. And so tell us, um, that's what you get, but it's, you also said like being more and more describe, what did you used to think being meant? Like, had you heard being in a law of attraction setting before? Um, and if you didn't, that's okay. I may have, but I don't remember. Cause I, I mean, we, we've talked about how many <laughs> LOA <Yeah>. books <laughs> I've read. Yeah. Um, but I don't really think I ever if I'd heard it, I don't think I actually grasped the concept of mm-hmm. what being meant. Yeah. Because I was too busy doing. Yeah. So I didn't know how to be. <laughs> Absolutely. So how would you define being now? Or what does it look like specifically in your life? Being, um, <laughs> I'm just here in the moment. Yeah. I'm not chasing and doing all the things. Yeah. And there are times where I catch myself like wanting to do things. I'm like, oh no, that's not inspired. I don't have to do that. So then I just set it down and and wait for the inspiration. Yes, I love it. Uh, And speaking of more and more, of course, you have a new money manifested total for us. What is that? (laughs) Yes. Um, So it's, I don't have the exact dollar amount, but it's over 350,000 manifested. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is so interesting. I just want to point out, I did my money manifested photo shoot and I wasn't quite at the 350,000. Mm-hmm. The platter was 350,000. Yes. I mean, of course I did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and of course you did it because, um, you know, one of the things that we're shifting is, you know, going forward is we're going to celebrate, but we're going to pre-celebrate the future stuff, right? We're paving that way. We're really even diving deeper into the law of attraction that way. And so that was my intent. That's my intention for a shoot coming up in September, but you, of course you did it. Of course that's what happened. Of course it's all lining up to be here before. So that's awesome. So now I'm like, oh man, I don't, I'm like, I should have $500,000 on my platter, but it was heavy at 350. Yes. Yes. So that was so fun. That was so fun. I love it. And you need some help. Um, so it's more than that. You mentioned that. Yes. Tell us about that. Yep. So um, it's really interesting. Um, it was following inspiration. Um, we had called about refinancing our truck and that wasn't quite what we, we decided not to do it that way. So we asked about a home equity and then we ended up going with a signature loan and we paid off a credit card that was 24%. And now we have a 7% signature loan, but I don't know how to figure out what, what money I just manifested yeah. with the different interest rates. <laughs> yeah. How much you saved. I love it. So one of the, 
um, I think probably the easiest way is like you could go find an online, you could go find two online calculators. So okay. the signature loan, I'm guessing you have to double check is probably a fixed rate of yes. interest, right? So it's a fixed amount versus a credit card is a revolving amount. Um, so if you were going to Google this online or someone at home, if you want to use, you could um, like Google, you could Google credit card calculator and you could put in the amount that you owe, the amount that you're paying and the interest rate. And it would tell you how much the interest you'll pay by the time it's paid off. And then you can um, do that with the same signature loan and, or on your statement and credit cards have to put this. If you only make the minimum, this is how much interest you'll pay at the end. So you could just go to your last statement Look at okay. that number, how much is left, right? Because it's not the total you've paid over time. It's how much is left if you just did it, right? So you can take that number and there should be something in the documents for your loan that said, this is your interest. This is how much you'll pay in interest. And you just subtract the two numbers. I can't wait to go do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So fun. It is so fun. And I think that's, um, you know, it's just such a great example of, following inspiration, you know, tell was it like, Oh, we should see if we can refinance the truck. Yeah, it was, um, keep getting like, I call it junk mail, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, about they want to buy our truck or this, that and the other. And I was like, well, um, let's see if we can save some money there. And so we it's low miles, all the things. So I'm like, well, they were such an amazing company to work with when we got the truck loan. I'm like, well, let's call them and see what they say. And then it just, the conversation went from, no, we're not going to do the truck. How does a home equity loan work? She explained that. And I said, well, what's the difference between that and a signature loan? Because we'd gotten something in the mail about them offering signature loans. And um, so, yeah, it just total inspiration of making that first initial phone call. And then the conversation just led us to the signature loan. Yay. That's awesome. Yeah. Easy, easy. It is easy. I love it. Um, Speaking of easy, you had put on your list that you wanted to manifest a new computer. Tell us the story of how you got that new computer in an unexpected way. So I had taken a trip to Colorado and I remember Cassie, she kept trying to touch her screen. (laughs) And she's like, I wish I could do that. I was like, you know, I really learning how to use my, my iPad, like a laptop. And so that was kind of like the first initial inspiration. And then when I got home, I was shopping at Target and I saw the case like I have for my older iPad, the brand, it was Logitech or something like that. It has the keyboards. So I came home, got on Amazon and was looking up those different keyboards for my specific iPad. And I was like, none of them are, I'm just like, no, that's not it. I mean, I totally could have bought one. I was like, no, that's not it. So then I came back a little bit later and I saw something. I don't even remember even how I got there. And it was a wireless keyboard. I was like, huh, I wonder if you could do that for the iPad. So I looked and I ended up, (laughs) I got a wireless keyboard, a stand to put it on and a mouse for $50. (laughs) Amazing. And how much did you allocated for your computer? 1500. Amazing. So you manifested (laughs) (laughs) $1,450 and getting what you want sooner, right? Yes. I got what I wanted way sooner. Yeah. And now I know the answer to this, but 
um, you know, somebody who might be new in LOA might be asking like, well, so you're just settling for your iPad using it as a computer. Tell us more. (laughs) So I want to be able to go anywhere and work from anywhere. Mm -hmm. And my iPad is lightweight and it's, it's just, it's amazing because I can touch it. I can use a keyboard. It does everything I ever wanted. So it's like being creative with my art stuff and then also to do my coaching stuff. And plus I can watch, I can watch Amazon Prime or Netflix. I mean, it literally does all the things I want and need it to do. And it's perfect for me and what I want. Yay. That's amazing. Yeah. I did not settle at all. As a matter of fact, (laughs) my keyboard is so cute. (laughs) My little stand. I just love it. It's perfect. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. Um, well, I think this is the perfect place to wrap up this interview. Anything else you want to share about, uh, you know, manifesting your iPad, your, your money total, anything like that that you want to share in this interview? No, I just, I love money and money loves me and it's easy. (laughs) Yes. Yay. Amazing. It is. And we will be back next week uh, with the second part of this interview to talk more about that. So make sure to come back and check out next week and see what else is awesome in Kimberly's manifesting success story. The telling of stories is so powerful, both to the person telling it and the person receiving it. Since 30,000 BC, we as humans have told stories to teach and guide. And now we, with Manifesting Success Stories, hope to inspire you to what is possible in your own life. If you want more Manifesting Success, go to moremanifestingsuccess.com where you'll find links to anything we've talked about on the show. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, you have the power to write your own happy ever after.